Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Tuesday morning. I got the day right. Let's go. So yesterday, another big announcement for the Springfield Cardinals. Not having to do with the field this time, but the actual ownership of the team. Did you know this was coming? I did not. And, and when the announcement came down that they were going to have a press conference, I thought, oh, they're changing the naming rights. That's kind of what I thought when I got that uh, that press uh, email, too. I But no, they're, they're being sold. It is being sold to this group called Diamond Baseball Holdings. And I'm slightly familiar with them. They've been around now for a little over year and a half, two years, somewhere in that vicinity. And their objective is to buy as many of these minor league teams as they can. And the Cardinals probably wanting now to unload the Springfield Cardinals. They own them since 2005, and that's unusual for the major league team to own their minor league franchises. Uh, I think probably to cut some overhead somewhere along the line because um, I'm guessing this now, Mike, but the Cardinals' income this year is going to be reduced by quite a bit. That's the Bally Sports going belly up. Yeah. At $60 million that the Cardinals probably will not see. I know they won't see that amount. And I doubt that they see very much else. So it's a way of maybe cutting back just a little bit. The Springfield Cardinals uh, will continue to operate, but under a new ownership. Well, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. It does, however, mean that the city of Springfield and this new group will share the expenses now in putting the new lights in and making all the mandates that Major League Baseball has made as part of the protocol here. As far as the team is concerned, hey, the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, still have the working agreement. That means all the players are under their guidance and so forth. But the running of the club, the entertainment and so forth and so on, and some of the other nuances that go into this will now be under the guidance of the Diamond Sports Group, and, and, and we'll see how they handle things. I think it'll be all right. Fingers crossed. It's a smooth transition, but uh, that's exactly what I thought was, oh yeah, Cardinals need a little uh, little capital going in, So, and that makes perfect sense. Uh, we got the Springfield Cardinals playing tonight, Royals and St. Louis Cardinals playing tonight. They all play. All three were idle last night. All three do play tonight. The Springfield Cardinals are home to take on the Arkansas Travelers for the next six games. The St. Louis Cardinals, oh boy, have they ever stumbled. We'll talk more about that in a second. The St. Louis Cardinals are hosting the Los Angeles Angels. That's Mike Trout and Zoe Otani and that group. And I think probably Otani's going to pitch in one of the games that they're playing up in St. Louis. And the Royals will be home to the Baltimore Orioles, and they're one of the they're one of the young and up-and-coming teams, they being the Orioles, one of the young and up-and-coming teams in baseball. These will be tough assignments, but hey, that's what it's all about. I don't even really want to ask this question, especially since the uh, start for both these teams aren't the best, <laughs> right? especially right now. But we're not to Memorial Day weekend yet. We still got the month of May to kind of correct things. But where are we with the Cardinals and Royals and the power rankings? Keep in mind now, these power rankings don't mean a thing. It's, it's a media discussion point. It is an idea of where your team is standing at the moment. This is the lowest the Cardinals have ever been. There are 30 Major League Baseball teams, folks. 30 of them, and the Cardinals are rated 23 in the power rankings. 23. That's unheard of for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Royals of the 30 teams are rated 29th. Next to last. Oh my goodness sake, has baseball plummeted in the show me state? I don't think so. I think both teams will make some resurgence here. 
The Kansas City Royals are just far too talented to be able to continue to go at seven wins and 22 losses, which is what they are right now. And I know the Cardinals are. They've got veteran talent on their team. They're 10 and 19. That's most on Cardinals. Like, do think they come out of it? The problem is this. While they come out of it, they have a whole bunch of teams in front of them that they have to overcome. That means they've got to win an awful lot of games, folks. And when you're nine games under 500 after 29, well, you've got some work to do. Let's see what happens. It has happened before. Fingers crossed. Like I said, they got a month to make it right, but we'll see. You know, it hadn't been too long ago that a team that was literally the worst in baseball came back to win the entire thing. Not, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Wasn't that long ago when Washington that happened. Nationals, yep. Washington Nationals folks were at one time in the season 2019, 19 wins and 31 losses won the World Series. Turned it around. And so it was a very close matchup in Boston last night from what I can tell. You have to understand, Mike, the Philadelphia 76ers Boston Celtics rivalry is historic in um, in the National Basketball Association, all of basketball for that matter, even dating back to the days when I was in college and they were the Philadelphia Warriors playing the Boston Celtics. That Philadelphia-Boston rivalry is intense and it certainly came to a head last night. First game of a best of seven a quarterfinal series in the NBA playoffs, and Philadelphia wins the game without their star player. Philadelphia 119, Boston 115. Philadelphia's star player is Joel Embiid, former Kansas Jayhawk, and he is sidelined with something of a knee injury. Now, whether or not he's able to play, who knows? But James Harden, who is an old pro, came up with 45 points, and that helped Philadelphia get over the hump. So the Sixers win the first game of that series. It's one game to none. In the other one, the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. Denver, in my opinion, is the best team in the NBA. And they got a 10-point win over a very good Phoenix Suns team. So that puts Denver up two games to none in their series. It's pretty interesting. Then you had the National Hockey League going on. There was one game last night, and it was a a deciding game in a best-of-seven series. New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. (laughs) The <laughs> New York Rangers are on the road. Well, the road is three miles from Madison Square Garden to Newark, New Jersey. Three or four miles, whatever it is. Anyway, the bottom line is this. The Devils win 4 nothing, so it's the Jersey Devils who now move into the next round of the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. On and on it goes. On and on it goes. (laughs) So, uh, now that we're done with the draft, really the next thing we've got coming up, and they're trying to make an event for this, is the scheduled release party at the end of the month. What is it, the 20th or 22nd? I think it's the 11th. It's not that soon. I believe it is. Really? I believe that's when they have it scheduled. I must admit, I'm not 100% sure of that, but I know it's coming up here pretty shortly. But yeah, this is the National Football League, and there, I'll tell you more, uh, I've said this all along, this is the best marketed program oh, yeah. of all the pro leagues, of all of them. They have things scheduled to where it's always going to be in the news. And now that the draft is over, well, what's next? Well, it'll be the schedule. And although the teams already know who they're going to play, it's when they play them and the times and so forth and so on. Bottom line is this. There are rumors going around, and the Chiefs know they're going to play probably in Germany, and maybe the Chicago Bears. That's apparently the the format that they have, but again, it doesn't become official. You're right. May 11th. May 11th. You know how soon May 11th is? Next week, baby. (laughs) Next Thursday, which is great. Now I've got plans for next Thursday. All right. uh, Last but not least, um, we talked about the St. Louis Cardinals, Kansas City Royals, and Springfield Cardinals all playing tonight. What about the Missouri uh, Missouri State Bears? 
They play tonight as well, but they're not playing at home. They're playing on the road, and on the road is Kansas City. So who in Kansas City are they playing? Nobody from Kansas City. (laughs) They're playing Omaha. Uh, Who is Omaha? Well, it used to be Nebraska-Omaha, their summit conference. They are Division I. Record is 16-20, and but they're playing them at a neutral site, and this is a benefit game for the Kansas City Youth Sports Foundation. It's a pretty big deal. Anyway, the fact is they'll play at a neutral site up in Kansas City. Omaha is, they're they're not as good as the Bears. Now, that's not to put the jinx on anybody or anything like this, but they're 16-20 and on the year. They've played a very tough schedule, opened up with UCLA and got hammered by them. And the Summit Conference is not as strong as the Missouri Valley Conference, where the Bears are really on a roll right now. But this will be a good non-conference game before the Bears do go on the road to Murray State and to Southern Illinois before closing their season against Indiana State here in town. And, of course, you have the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, which will be at Indiana State. So they turn around, Sycamores come here, and the Bears go to Terre Haute. But over and above that, do play Omaha tonight. The Omaha Mavericks is what they are, and we'll see what happens. Always exciting stuff. At least someone's doing something right now. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.